your murderer's presence. In that room he sought to find freedom and peace, but instead he found a object terror and a sector of death. For that room, dread room, was plagued by the murderer's presence. Now get back, back. I know this cup contains poison. Poison, I know she's forcing you to make me drink it. You obviously can't see her loathsome presence. Dodododov's grime stands above the freshly covered grave of his wife. He with a mournful look as he casts a handful of dirt on it. Dust to dust. Alas, poor Alice is gone forever. Her heart fails as you always have predicted, Doctor. But you did all you could, even at the last handful of dust to co- earth to cover her. Yes, but mixed with earth, I threw was the real cause that her Harpy's death powdered arsenic. Returning to the private house he shares with Tom Norris, Mercer Doctor puts on a mournful face. Jarvis, if I can be any help, or thanks, Tom. But at a time like this, I'd rather be alone. My memories of dear Alice, free, free that cursed nugget true. My wife is gone. Alice's sitting room. What a perfect room. Found her no more listening to her shrill cries, now watching her limp toward me for some bothersome purpose. As she stands there gloating at his newly found one freedom, strange feeling of apparition and attention sees his body as, he see, as if somehow Alice still lingers in the custom room. I guess the room does take on its permanent personality. Alas, even after the owner's gone. Well, I just locked the sitting room door till I have it redecorated. That night he turns from dinner and a weird creaking sound greets his entrance. Strange, there's only one door that creaks like that. A door to Alice's sitting room. A locked door swings mysteriously, almost as if an automatic reflex. A road doctor calls out, Alice? Alice? Well, the juice has gotten into me. I know Alice is gone, but the curtains are not moving. Must be the draught. They've opened the doors, make the curtains. No, no, the window's closed. There's somebody else in this room, but it's impossible. Got to get hold of myself. For I almost imagine that painted face of Alice was laughing at me. Suddenly the door slams shut. The lights go out in terrified desperation. Doctor races the door and tries it. It's locked from the outside. Help me, help me, help. As the wild frenzy pounding echoes through the house, Tonois frees the doctor and waits for him to return with some wine. Thanks for getting me out, Tom. I guess the wine will steady me. You ever have some? Yes, I can't explain it, Jarvis. But sitting there gives, here gives me a creepy sensation that someone else is in this room. Somebody else is in this room? Impossible. Well, there's one way, one way to find out. It'll be fun too. I know, a highly respected medium. Uh, have a seance here. Despite the doctor's protest, the medium is summoned. The sitting room lights are turned off. Jarvis, I longer hold your hand. But you're holding the hand. It must be yours. There's a ring on this clammy hand. A pearly shaped diamond, just like Alice's ring. So there's a movement by the table. All they feel dust hurled to their faces lights. In the name of heaven lights. Lights are turned on. From the da- taste of the dust, I know it's arsenic. 
perked I am positive there is an unseen presence in this room. It threw dust in our faces. Next day, Tom Noyes walks out with the doctor, trying to set his nerves. There's a solution to your worries. A pet, a monkey, will keep you for mind well occupied, a monkey. Maybe you have something in there, John. Tom, let's go in. We're looking for an interesting parrot. Gentlemen, your search is over this monkey. It's a different form a million laughs. There and just see someone. He imitates him perfectly. We mimic all your friends. Afternoon, Dr. Grimes brings the monkey home. She leads into his dead wife's sitting room. Monkey chatters wildly, pulls back in seeming terror. Come on in and go, go. You go, no one's in there. You won't be hurt. It's strange, I always swear he's afraid to stay in there alone. The next day, the doctor brings Tom in. They find a playful monkey glooming. He's sullen. Great pet, remember how he fooled at the store? Now look at him, Jarvis, watch his eyes. Erect, he's foaming, his lips as if he's trying to pronounce some word. The way he stares out of the space, it's almost as if he sees someone standing near him, someone we can't see. So he's looking at the monkey, he walks, but he limps. Yes, he's walked perfectly, but today he limps with his left foot. Just like Ellis said, Mr. Tony Doctor sits, asks his friend to leave, sits watching the fantastic monkey. He sees him pour a cup of tea, limp towards him, and similar lips contorting to pronounce the one word poison he knows how I poison Alice a cup teacup filled with arsenic she's here she's in this room she's teaching him to obey her will and help him get revenge Suddenly, terrified doctor snarls at the approaching monkey. The animal's face seems to dissolve. Instead, he grates with paralysed horror as his wife's leering face. Limp with terror, the doctor sits motionless as the monkey forces him to drink. Between his lips, he makes him drink the tea. One word sounds ominously in the phantom plague room. Poison. He drains a cup. Doctor Grimes manages to utter warm, piercing shriek, and Tom noise graces to him. Tom and poison Alice, nasty in her tea. I faked a death certificate. I wanted to be free, but she's not still here. In his room, she taught the monkey how to poison me. I imitated her every motion. Doctor, stop talking, you're delirious. So I need the doctor's body trembles. It sinks lifeless in Tom's arms. Tom is eyes longer. Gaze, no longer gazed at the doctors. A fix the monkey terror. He reaches, just as taking someone's hand. Then the monkey limps off. One raised up, hand upraised, is holding the hand. But unseen companion, two sets of footsteps heard on the wooden floor. Two limping, both. Yeah, but, but wooden floor, both limping. The monkey's left foot goes down. <laughs>